Hi everyone, I'm Divya and this is Uplift, a show where you'll meet everyday women being everyday phenomenals. And my today's phenomenal guest is my closest friend, Andrea, but we're going to call her Andy. Hi Andy. Hi Divya. Welcome to my show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, You're my fourth guest. Okay. So I'm very excited. And uh, you're on the show here in person Uh because you're uh, traveling from Toronto and you're here to see me. (laughs) So I'm super excited. Um, Otherwise, I think it would have taken a while for us to get there because I didn't want to do this with you over Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, Our chemistry is way too good in person. Oh, okay. Well, cheers to that. So usually, usually I tell all of you how I meet my guests. But today, it's going to be Andy who's going to tell us uh, how she met me. Okay, so Vivian and I met in a little hamlet. It was called Kalamazoo, Michigan. We did our graduate study there, and uh, she was uh, she was a friend of a friend, so we had mutual friends in common. And now she's just become one of the most important people in my life. So that's how we met. Yes, we did. And uh, what I um, remember from our time, you're absolutely right. Um, I have seen you just grow and evolve into this really, really strong women. Mm-hmm. I think you were because of your mom um, and your family, you already like are like a strong or you come from a strong background. Um, but I've seen you like evolve and really finding your personality, your characteristics, your traits like you have become like this person that I look up to and admire. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the word that comes to mind for me when I think about you is resilience. So (laughs) she, um, Andy, you were just like, so you've been through a lot, a lot of good, some uh, adversities, um, but just you've traveled so much. You've lived in multiple places um, and you definitely bring a breadth of knowledge and just like experiences with you. So I'd love for you to share some of your experiences that you think have made you who you are today. I mean, I think you pretty much captured everything. Um, But yeah, I, I do come from a household of very strong women, my mother and my grandmother. Uh, but I left home pretty much to, uh you know, when I was about in my early 20s and I moved to the States. So it's been it uh, unplanned, but, you know, through a series of events, I've lived in many cities and it's been an experience. It's been a journey. All of it has been great. Some of it has been challenging, uh, but all of it has shaped me to who I am. Uh, not just the experiences, but all the people that I've met and all the people who've embraced me And I'm very fortunate that just like you, um, I always have a home to go back to wherever I go, wherever I've lived, that is. I I think my experience has been just uh, a tremendous amount of love that people have given me. And uh, the the fact that I can just go back to any of those cities and, and, and have a warm welcome. And that's just been amazing. Do you um, have any specific like really impressionable things that uh, were left behind with you and you still carry them um, that, you know, you refer to in your daily life because there's things that you've learned, things that were new, new cultures uh, to go through. Are there things that 
come to mind that you would like to share? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, uh, the biggest thing has been change because every few years, you know, within a two year span, my life changes. It's a new city. It's a new, new adventure, new home, setting up uh, different, uh, embracing different cultures, different communities, even if it's in, within the same country, things change. So the biggest, the singular lesson that I take with me is change. And initially it, it was challenging. Um, I resisted it a lot, but now I, I just, I just wade into the change. I, I embrace it. Um, I learned that change is the only constant thing in life. And so no matter what I face, that is the, you know, the thing that I remember that, you know, this too shall pass. I've passed through a lot of things and this is another change in life. So that's, that's what I take. So you now um, are in the eighth city, um, which most people don't even go to eight cities <laughs> to travel. You, this is your eighth city that you live in. Yeah. And you live in Canada now, Toronto, mm -hmm. which I've heard it's a beautiful city. I need to make a trip out there. You do. Um, what are the differences in uh, just, you know, from a cultural point of view? Because one of the things that I want to highlight is for immigrants, it is such a big deal to you're not only leaving everything behind, but you also have to learn everything anew. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of good things, but you know, not everything is rosy yeah. at all times. And for a lot of immigrants, it comes with a lot of like, um, like a bed of thorns as well. Yeah. So just from a cultural point of view, how do you see you growing up in India, you living in the US for a very long time, and now Canada? Like, yeah. and where do you see yourself fitting in best? So I grew up in God's own country, and that's Kerala. And I was very, very lucky because I, I had a lot of multicultural friends. People in Kerala think, you know, usually everyone speaks English and Malayalam, but I grew up with friends who spoke Gujarati. Mm, um, that's me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hindi. Punjabi, all these different languages. But even yeah. then, I was in a very insulated bubble. So when I went to Bangalore, that was the first experience of this culture shock. Um, also realizing that there's so many different cultures. It even it, within India. Even within, within India. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a big shock. I didn't yeah. I didn't expect that because you you live in a city, you think that the whole country is the same. Yeah. The food is the same, and then you go. Um, you go to Bangalore and it's like, oh my God, there's sambar. Sorry, that's, that's our, it's like, that's different. Look, please look it up. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Even that's different, you yeah. know, like how you make it at home versus how they make it there right. in a hostel. So uh, in India, it was just like, I, I think every day was a new experience, whether it was food, language, people, uh, a place. It's just amazing and it really prepared me for you know for the years to come and the countries to come and the places to come mm -hmm. so it's not easy uh you have to be able to you have to give yourself time to adapt and with with me the first few years i was just very um i plowed through a lot of places i just was you know making friends experiencing everything i never gave myself enough time to kind of 
sit in a, you know, sit in a moment or just, you know, take a walk uh, in a park and a beach. Was it circumstantial? Like it was, you had to do it or because you wanted to like experience more things and you were like going out there and doing it? I would. I, I wanted to experience everything. And then, you know, with experiencing everything, you don't have time to remember a lot. So a lot of the early memories of mine are just like, you know, they're, they're great memories, but it's, it's, um, it's a lot of it is a blur. Uh, you know, I, I, I look through pictures to remember stuff. I look through, um, and we didn't have Facebook and stuff back yeah. then. So I looked through a lot of like hard copy pictures to remember mm -hmm. it. Uh, but I had to, but then with time, you know, with, with, uh, like you said, not everything is rosy. Uh, you meet some really interesting characters. Mm -hmm. You learn to judge for yourself, like who you want to bring into your life. Not just, I'm not talking like a romantic relationship. I'm right. talking even friends. Sometimes, uh, there's a reason why, you know, there are all those sayings, like people come into your life for a reason or a season, right? Because some people, just will let you know what is important to you like in, in uh, the experiences that they teach you is that not everyone um, even they even though they might have the best intentions not everyone is healthy to keep in your life so I've learned to like balance that out like the people who come into my life the experiences that I do uh, I'm, I'm not trying to do everything at the same time so that's that's kind of what I've learned and I take that with me now and share it with like my younger nieces they're so cute <laughs> what is it um so in each of these countries and each of these cities what has made you feel because some have been shorter amounts of time some have been longer um what have you done or what has made you feel like I can in that moment I can call it home. Do you do something to um, make it that way? Or is it like, just like basically experiences that happen? And it's like, oh yeah, like I can, I can see myself being like belonging or being a part of this little city. So it's going to sound really funny or even very trivial. But when I find my grocery store, that's when I know I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. it's like it's honestly like when That's i'm so true <laughs> it's like when i find my grocery store i'm like oh i'm home uh it's happened in every every city that i've lived in uh even in bangalore when i was a kid when i was mm. in college i i remember it was some little thing in koramangla but i was like oh now i know where i can go get all the stuff that i want so it's every time i found my grocery store it didn't have to be close to my house but things that I, you know, I'm, I'm a checklist kind of a person. So okay. if I can go into a place and get everything that I need in a checklist yeah. on my list in one place, or at least, you know, most of what I can get, then I know I'm home. And there's a few places that have not found my grocery store. And so I've, I've, I've like told the universe it's time, you know, like it, even though I've, I'd stayed there, but I, I, I was like, you got to get me out of here fast. Yeah. I'm going to tell you where. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few places I've not found it. Okay. Tell me, um, so just for the community here, um, what what are some of the things that you would follow, like tactically, either on social media or a type of like communities you look for? Because a lot of people go, like, I moved to DC, I didn't know anybody. How do you find um, that you that you think that you can find compatible people? I know you have to like go through multiple 
um, mm -hmm. groups and multiple things to really know and click with people, mm -hmm. um, which is what happened with me as well in multiple places. Um, so are there specific things that you go to that you know that, hey, I know that I'm going to meet like like-minded people here? Yeah. You know, it's very interesting that you're actually doing women, everyday phenomenal, everyday women. Um, so for me, the most important thing that I've, I, I look for is strong women um, and becoming friends with them. Uh, not necessarily, uh, you know, becoming like best friends, but at least like asking them questions, uh, trustworthy women. So that is something that I do when I move into a place. I've used uh, different platforms like Meetup or I've uh, in Canada, in Toronto, what a fellow colleague told me that internations is a is very similar so you know we don't have to get into what they are but sure. they're like online portals you go and you you know you find events that you want to go to and yeah you know so i always always look for uh women brunches women walks all events like farmers market and a lot of women love to do all those things not not that that's the only things that i do but i do know that i will find women through that and then also um women that i work with yeah or my neighbors not always neighbors but you know I, it has happened uh in big cities not too often but in the smaller suburban areas you know neighbors have been very helpful so i'm not saying it's it's what everyone should do but sure. it works for me so i find uh you know that you go out socially um and then through that you build your network and mm -hmm. you build your you know your comfort level and um you know who you want to go out with who you want to um you know socialize with but i've also in maybe the last five to six years liked to be a little bit on my own too it's not it's not always um, necessary to to go out there and and just find a community immediately um, like I said now I learned to enjoy the process so I, I organically meet people and um, you know I don't know if you want to know the story but one of my closest friends in in Toronto right now was a girl who I met well not a girl sorry a lady a woman who I met um while i was apartment hunting mm -hmm. in the middle of dead winter we both had stopped in front of a hot dog cart freezing our asses off and she stopped me and she, she asked me oh, hey what are you doing and we call each other our hot dog friends and to this day we're like the thickest of pals i, I she randomly started talking to me and you know I didn't expect to have her friendship, but I do. Yeah. So it was, I, I didn't know anyone at that mm -hmm. point in that city. My, um, I think one of the stories that comes to mind is I had just moved to DC from New Orleans and um, I was obviously sad about leaving New Orleans. You heard me saying this in the, my first episode. And uh, I was like, for the first year, I didn't, really do anything <laughs> i was not social i was not going out anywhere i was just sad about leaving new orleans and also working so didn't really also you had me and and you were here yeah so i was like okay like andy's here i'm working i'm okay and then um as it turned out she uh moved to canada and she was you know in the 
the preparation of going. And she, um, she knew how sad I was going to be and how like low and depressed I was going to be. And she like pushed me <laughs> to go out and find like a meetup group, a social group to just kind of go. And even if it's like chatting and never really making friends out of it, she's like, you have to like go and do that. And you did that to me. And I went begrudgingly because I just didn't, I was not ready, but you did that because you knew that I needed that at that point. Mm -hmm. And even though you had not left, you knew that I would be, I would need that yeah. as soon as you left. Yeah. Um, and you basically had that, um, that super like supportive moment where I did go out. The first one I went out to, um, was not, it was not the greatest, but the next time I went, it was the craft cocktails mm. group that I met and all of my friends in DC oh, wow. have been because of that. So oh. that's because of what, what, what you did for me. Um, so you, do you want to share some fun facts about you? So outside of like that, we fight a lot. <laughs> so fun facts about me. I love to travel around a lot, uh, not just move cities, but I love to travel mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, my travel is quite interesting, but I actually ran in unexpectedly. I was traveling for work and I knew you were flying to see your family in San Diego. So I knew you were traveling the same day. So I called you when I landed. Was I going to San Diego or go, coming back to DC? One of them. One of them. It was, it was one of the one, uh, one, okay. one. So I called you and you, I was like, Hey, I'm, you know, I have a stopover and you're like, I have a stopover too. I'm in my, I'm in Denver. And I'm like, Denver, Colorado, and you're like, yeah, and I'm like, in the in in the airport, and <laughs> said yes, and we ended up actually running into each other in the same terminal, not just the same airport, but in the same terminal. So that's something like a lot of that was so random and so, so much fun. Yeah, I have a lot of those random moments with people, so that's something that's uh, fun. Uh, what else? Fun. Um, Oh, I know one thing. How creative you are. Oh, okay. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I like to, um, I like, I, I, I'd like to repurpose things. One is because I'm, I don't, I don't uh, feel connected with a lot of the new stuff that we see in stores. I'm talking about like decor and furniture. Um, so stuff that I can get sanitized easily. Like I wouldn't do mattresses or a couch mm -hmm. or anything but especially like chairs and tables or desks or, desks yeah. or paintings um or lamps that's true your yeah. bicycle lamp i still my, remember <laughs> my bicycle lamp so i love i love to know the history uh someone's owned it someone's used it it's still so uh it's got so many years of um, use in it mm -hmm. and I love to be able to bring it back to life uh, I think we're such a consumer driven society that I like to do a little bit to kind of like repurpose and reuse so is it because of your need to um, just like save things and like savor them and make sure that or is it like the story of a piece that you're bringing to life like what is it I think about the repurposing I think it's both I also I also like uh, I didn't know I had that creative side in me I didn't know that I could uh, look at something like a rusty bicycle lamp that was just sitting in this um, old brownstone home in DC of 
you know, it was an estate sale of this lady who moved from Japan to the States, maybe in the 40s. Mm -hmm. And her house was just this eclectic collection of things from all over the world. And I happened to pick these two bicycle lamps that didn't have shades, didn't have anything. They were rusty. They had yeah. no color. And then I was like, uh, as soon as I grabbed it, somebody else came for it. I was like, oh, I had my it's mine. <laughs> yeah. And I was able to, like, I was able to decide the colors and what to do with it. Um, I haven't done it. I haven't explored it quite a bit, uh, more than what I did for that one house. I'm, I'm doing it now for my house in, in, in Toronto. But it's everything. It's the fact that I get to have a connection with someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, I get to repurpose something. And also because I want to see what I can do with it. Yeah. You know? So then it's mine. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so going back to the upliftment part of it, mm -hmm. um, what is the one thing that, uh, or, or a tip that you would want to share with my viewers and listeners here mm -hmm. um, to uh, uplift people around you? Is it something that you do or something that you want to do and you want to share it with everyone? Um, well, that's a quite a loaded question uh, because, you know, for me, upliftment means uh, not, not just other people, but yourself. It's been a hard journey to come to this lesson. Like it's been really hard, um, but uplifting yourself will automatically uplift other people around you. Because if you're not a happy person, you really, you can, you can fake happiness. You can fake being, you know, happy and social, but if you're really not a happy person, um, you're just uh, outwardly, you know, you've got a mask on. So um, to me, the tip that I find about upliftment is it's look inward, you know, look at yourself. Um, uh, and that's what I've been doing. It's just like seeing what, what can I do to improve myself? And by that, how will somebody else benefit from that? Mm -hmm. So the tip is enjoy as much as you can, you know, every, every situation that you're in, you don't have to look for the you know, the greater good, just enjoy it. But then also like, you know, carve out a little bit of time for like self reflection. Um, and then automatically, you know, just that you'll start reaching out, people will start reaching out to you. And, uh, you know, that's the little tip that I have. I wish I that's a great tip. Yeah, that's a great tip. That is the one thing that I'm definitely going to take away. Um, okay. What is next in Andrea's journey? Oh my goodness, my journey. <laughs> I hope it's not another city. <laughs> you're you're good. You're you're gonna stay put for a while. For a while. <laughs> but um, my journey is going to be more of um, prioritizing things that are important to me, which is uh, my health, um, my growth as a person, as a woman. Mm -hmm. um, I I really. I'm very, I'm, I work in IT and what I am very passionate about is seeing more women grow in IT. And um, I've had the good fortune to work with multiple, multiple levels. I don't know if that's level. Let's call it uh, different people, like from different uh, organized, yeah, backgrounds, organizational structures. 
and and I all, often I don't see a lot of young girls coming into IT. Ah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> go, go. So like I, I would love to be able to to do something you know that opens up avenues for for young kids, for young uh -huh. girls. I don't want to discriminate. I don't you know all, all you know all the boys can come in as well. I don't think you're discriminating. I think in if anything you're including. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because we all clearly see that there is a disconnect there. Yeah. And you're just trying to close that gap. Yeah. So you know, yeah. including and you know, diversifying um, the people you know and people you bring into the fold. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. So that's something that I want to see more, like excitement to be part of our our world. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. So um, the one thing that I'm going to take away from today's conversation, actually, there's more than one thing. <laughs> Well, one thing. Um, so one of them is the last thing that you said about looking inward and um, finding your peace and happiness. And that automatically creates that ripple effect of um, if you have that positive um, approach or like aura, I don't want to use the word aura, but there's just like a positive vibe. Yeah. Um, automatically, people feel happy around you and, and you know. Um, it's just that that social effect, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I'm going to take away um, and I'm going to work on it. The other thing is like, um, I'm going to think about what is it that um, makes me feel like home in a new city? Because I've changed a few cities as well. Mm -hmm. Not as many as you, but I have. Uh, grocery one is actually great because uh, I was like, yeah, that kind of totally makes sense. But I'm going to think about um, what is that one thing um, that makes me feel like home. And then the other one is, um, is again, like going to your theme about looking inward, mm -hmm. uh, where you said if, you know, there are people around you and through their actions or the experiences that you both have, you don't think that not everybody needs to be in your life at all times mm -hmm. and compartmentalizing, uh, but also, you know, choosing yourself first, mm -hmm. um, that like, you know, bringing other people in is so incredibly like important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you don't think about in yeah. nuance like that in, in your everyday life. And I really like, I feel like I should like take that away from you <laughs> and actually work on it. Well, I'll share it. I'll share it. <laughs> share it with me. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Um, Andy's going to be back because she's going to be bringing a, a guest on the show. Uh, she's going to be bringing me apparently um, because she wants to interview me and... Uh, wants you to get to know me better. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to try to do that in July. Um, and uh, we're just going to talk about more things and uh, how we share a connection and, and just talk a little bit more about our friendship. Absolutely. And, and we've been friends for over 10 years now, I think. Yeah. A little right? bit more. A little oh, bit. Oh, no, actually 12. 12 years now? Yeah. Something like that. 13. Lost count. So it's actually 13. 13. 13. Just coffee. Just 13. coffee. This is not spiked. She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much uh, for watching and thank you for having me i love you i love you too <laughs> um thank you so much please like share and subscribe um also comment on this video and let me know your thoughts tell me other things that you want to see um and if you want to be on my show my email id is in the description please reach out to me and we'll work on something thank you so much uh i will see you all later thank you bye